Welcome to Hack the Dino, gaming's past, present and future, where we bring you the previews, the news and the discussions about all things gaming. I was born into the darkness, you simply learned from it, or however the stupid quote goes, Ben Rosenthal, and I'm giant, giant, I, vaginaed by Floppy Starrick. Floppy, tell us about your big old vagina. Hello, I, I'm busy, there's, there's bankers, bats everywhere. Floppy's shooting stuff out of his vagina. Anto, um, unlike Floppy, you don't have a vagina, but a large hog. Tell us about your big old hog. I mean, I've only heard rumours of my personally overly large hog. Really? Um, then how have <laughs> you been urinating all these years? Through his butt. Uh, probably, a, probably a pulley system, an advanced pulley system that you have to sort of wrangle like some kind of giant anaconda. Yeah, I, like I've a got like a trebuchet-style weight system going <laughs> in my bathroom. <laughs> Because <laughs> of the girth and, and length, you just you can load it up in the trebuchet from the comfort of your own bed and just go like a fishing line. And then you just relieve yourself and then reel it back in. And just roll it up and put it put it back in the um, compartment. So this Very intro went that. places that I didn't think it was gonna. <laughs> what yeah. are we talking about today? <laughs> well, uh, we're talking about uh, PlayStation 3 stuff, but because it's very Sony and PlayStation heavy, I did just want to start this episode of uh, Hack the Dino Gaming Cast by uh, sharing with you this nice little gold cartridge I've got in my hand that I picked up in the off week. Now, Floppy, yes, mate? can you tell me what game this is? That would be The Legend of Zelda. Right, correct. And it looks pretty nice. It's pretty gold, yeah? It does look very gold. Uh, what if I told you there was something very, very special about this? Oh, is this one of those things that's the number of screws on the back of the it cartridge? is indeed. This little baby here has five screws. Now, what was the significance? The significance is it's the first print run. So Nintendo, uh, when they first released the NES, a couple of the games, well, a range of their games that first came out with the system and, and some months mm -hmm. afterwards, came out with five screws in it. That mm -hmm. was uh, for two reasons. Obviously, they hadn't worked out yet that they could just put plastic tabs up there and save two screws. And when you have the cost of two screws over the millions and millions of games, that's a lot of money that you make up just by altering the, the cartridge mold. Fair. Secondly, what this also means is there's a high probability that inside this cartridge is not only the original Legend of Zelda game chipset, mm -hmm. but also a converter because all they did was get the Famicom games. Oh, and put them into a different and case. Put them, this is why the NES uh, carts are double the size of a Famicom cart because yeah, they right. actually have a uh, converter. converter in there. Should we open it up and have a no, look? No, go to hell. No, no, That's but does opening up break a seal or anything? Well, I'd have to undo the screws, but yeah. no, this is much more valuable than that. So, a normal NES. It doesn't copy, change it though. Like well, I'm not saying open a sealed thing. Like I am not risking cross-threading something this valuable. It's got a big scratch on the back. It's a first print you of the one of the most it, famous games there is. You could chuck it under an X-ray machine because that'll come through the plastic and show you what's inside. Listen, Doctor Wang, I don't tell you how to appreciate if you your get game. A Flathead screwdriver and just pry the side a little bit and shine a torch. How about I get a flathead screwdriver and pry your neck apart with it? <laughs> what? Why are you neck? It's a bit violent. Well, you know, don't mess with Zelda. <laughs> or Link. Or Link. You can mess with Zelda. <laughs> oh, whoa. What? What? No, what? Can't. no, you can't. What? No, you can't. Ganon does it all the time. He messes with Zelda and he pays the price. Because you don't go kidnapping princesses. True. Like... Easy lesson. Don't kidnap princesses. No. I've got nothing. Let's just get on with it. All right, well, should we do the show? Yeah, whatever. 
All right, let's do the show. Yeah. You're so caffeinated, aren't you? I'm going to mess something up. Probably probably pants. Yeah, your pants. Yeah, let's do the pants. All right. Deals! Hey, we're back. You're back. We're all back. We left our fronts away, so now we're all back, people. Uh, Be sure to back that up and listen to us on this show. Floppy. Yes, mate. What what can people do if they wish to support this fine uh, uh, medium of of brilliance? Well, let's just leave out fine and brilliance and go with this medium. (laughs) You can head over to Mm hackthedino.com. Where you can find uh, a whole bunch of links to all the sort of wonderful things that oh, we do. I told you, they're a whole bunch of Zeldas. How much? Sorry, a whole bunch of Zeldas. Mm-hmm. Uh, little green dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them, which is to do with Patreons. Because mm. you can, well, you can jump over to hackthedino.com and join our Discord mm-hmm. and do that and uh, enter into the wonderful chats that uh, everyone has there, discussions. Uh, you can also find a little link that will allow you to. No. You can a also little find Zelda. Thank you. That will allow you to support us uh, somewhat financially, if you wish to do so, to help us uh, create this wonderful show that we love doing and hopefully you love watching. And remember, folks, it's because we need a new computer. We really do. It's a bit brock. Mm, 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 um, mm. And you can do this on a number of different levels, mm. uh, whichever you choose, uh, mm, mm. at $1 a month. Mm. That's really distracting. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm, mm. I had a mate that used to do that all through work conferences while people were giving presentations. <laughs> it was really awesome. hard not to laugh. Do you know what? In, um, so in, in martial arts, in karate. You uh, yeah, in karate. Uh, there's a, a thing that uh, karateka do, which is when they acknowledge. So you say karate kids do? No, karateka. What's that? Practitioners of karate, people who study karate. It's in Japanese. Karate kids. Anyway, uh, long story short, uh, instead of saying hate, which is I understand, or yes, in Japanese, they go, mm-hmm. us, 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 us. That is um, the Scottish word for belly button. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Uh, I, I, I do not like it. I, I do not like us, because I came up from a, before we joined the JKA, that we came up in a more traditional. Anyway, um, going to these things and the instructors are standing up talking, it gets to the point where people, after every single freaking word, people are going, us, 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 us. I'd be like, us. you got the it's hiccups, like, Shut man. the farmer's door. Holy smokes in a basket. It legit is the, like the Glaswegian Oof. word for belly button lint, by the way. Yeah. Anyway. Um, what's up, Patreons? <laughs> yeah. So, so back to what we were talking about. Uh, if you'd like to jump in at $1 a month, you can get access to a private Discord uh, channel as well, just with the Patreons and ourselves that we jump in there and have uh, cool little convos with and share some cool stuff with. Mm. Pickups and such like that and ideas and just chit chat. Chit-chat. Chit-chat. Or you can jump in at $2 a month and you get your name added to the list that scrolls down at the bottom of the show. You can see all those lovely people down there that is continuously scrolling along. It scrolls a bit quicker now. I did notice. I got told off in the chat because it was going too slowly. (laughs) It was actually awkwardly slow. Yeah. Uncomfortably so. I didn't care. I noticed it. I didn't care that much. Um, If you feel inclined, you can jump in at $10 a month. It gives you an extra show that we do called Dino More, Mm. which gets filmed. uh, Well, you can watch it live. Yeah. Or it gets sent out. I think we're due to film one tonight, actually. Are we? Yeah. We We did one last show. Did we? Did we? Yeah. I haven't put that out. So that'll be coming out (laughs) (laughs) tomorrow for you uh, Patreons who get Dino More. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and you also get your names read out. So thank you to Karen Knight, Dylan the Villain, Triple Indy, Mike Towns, Ash Knight, Game Boy Dad, and hey, Danto. Mm, I wonder who that guy is. Oh, that's the um, elephant dude. Yeah. 
Dude with the massive big old elephant penis. Yeah. What? (laughs) We've gone so well for the whole show without saying anything. (laughs) It was PG until a second ago. Yeah. (laughs) Penis is a natural word. They'd learn about penises. It's in the dictionary. You've also said it just like eight times in 12 seconds. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) All right. $15 a month. So is cock. (laughs) Oh, God. There we go. There we go. And I've done so well not to even swear. (laughs) Cock isn't a swear word. It's in the dictionary. I'm pretty sure if you go out into the middle of a school and yell it. Cock. Yep, you're going to get in trouble. Yeah, probably. There we go. But we're not in a school. Actually, you're probably going to get arrested. (laughs) (laughs) Don't do that. Uh, $15 a month, you can get every post show. Mm -hmm. So after every show that you see, like we're doing right now, we have a little post show that we... uh, do for the lovely people in the $15 a month Patreon. Urethra! Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> you also get a chance to uh, input questions for our quiz game, Quiz on Your Face. Mm. Oh, now I'm the one in trouble. Well, that's, that's the problem, Floppy. There's a vast difference between you and me. <laughs> Did you say a Zac Efron's? A vast difference. Jesus. Uh, the top tier, though, <laughs> if you feel so inclined, at $25 a month, uh, you get to supply us with a video ad that we run live during the show, as you've seen. Uh, Game Boy Dad. Uh, no, Game Boy Dad. Game Boy Games. Game Boy. 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 Games. Uh, do just previous to this. Concophony of. I kid you not, we lost a couple of viewers when I made that vast deference <laughs> joke. You know what? You almost <laughs> lost a host. <laughs> that was gold. What are you talking about? Thank you, everyone that uh, <laughs> supports us. And thank you, everyone that supports us in any way you can, whether it be monetarily or by viewing or just putting up with Ben's bad jokes. And you can head over to hackthedino.com if you would like to support us. Uh, if you don't have the money to support us, that's fine. Uh, all we really, really desire is to get the show out there. So if you could share us on all your social media things, tell your friends, tell your family, uh, tell your little dog, because we like dogs. They're, they're good little good little pups. They jump around. They uh, they lick all, everything all over the place. I tried to get away from it, all right? I tried my best. We're just going to leave it there. So nervous right then. <laughs> That's what the dog said. Okay. Hovering over the stop stream. Can I say, can I say that Michael Towns <laughs> just sat in there? He nearly got sacked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this goddamn Thank you, Townsy. That was a good one. So, um, speaking of getting sacked, um, <laughs> you know who, um, no, I'm going to, that was bad. I'm going to start that again. Hey, Floppy, do you remember the nineties? They were a yeah, good time. No, they're, they're I remember them. Good. Uh, Anto, a teenager. You, re- you remember the nineties, don't you? Uh, kind of. I they're was good. born in 1990. So yeah. Okay. You, anime back then. Anime, 90s anime. Floppy. Great. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. I remember Akira. I remember Robotech. I remember. Dragon Ball Z. Dragon Ball Z. There's a whole lot of really, really cool anime out there, but there's so much that I didn't realize existed in the anime form. Ninja Scroll. I know, I knew that one existed. Um, but this one, there was a 90s Mario Brothers anime. Not a TV show, a full-length feature anime. I had no idea it existed. I've never heard of this. No, nor also, have I. haven't read this part of the run sheet. So. But... There's been a fan-made 4K remaster of it, which you can watch for free on YouTube. Ah. 
Uh, so this What's anime on currently isn't the show. I, I, I was talking about the nineties, but it actually debuted back in nineteen eighty six. <laughs> so before Anto was even born. Uh, so we can see it on the screen now. Head on over to youtube.com backslash hack the dino if you actually want to see what we're watching there. Uh, it follows Princess Peach as she stumbles into Mario's world and finds herself kidnapped by Bowser, who wishes to return her to the Mushroom Kingdom. In the real world, grocers. Mario and Luigi are roped into saving Princess Peach within her video game realm, and things get crazy from there on out. Now, the project comes courtesy uh, of Femboy Films, who say the remaster was made possible thanks to an original 16mm uh, reduction print likely used for small local screenings back in the day. The group believes that this is one of the few surviving prints of the Nintendo uh Anime, which was Nintendo's first. I'm sorry. Can you just quickly confirm for me if I'm living in a fever dream or you said this was developed by Femboy Films? Correct. No, it wasn't developed. It was these, that's the team of people who are restoring it to and giving it a 4K treatment. Can I just say, looking at this now, I reckon I've got this on DVD at home. Are you kidding me? No. Unless there was another Mario anime that looked very similar to this. Well, there was that Mario TV series. There was the Mario Bros. Super Show. With Captain Lou Albino as Mario. And where Luigi swears during the live action part. I'm legit going to be looking... The, I don't... I'm pretty sure I haven't got one that's got a live action part. I'm pretty sure I've, my kids have been watching this. And I've had it <sighs> thrown on the bottom of a shelf. If you have it... That's very... You might have something very... Like, you can't have it. Like, there's no way that you have it. I can almost guarantee you don't have it. It, was it never printed onto DVD in its original Not form? to my knowledge, no. That's why they're doing this 4K remaster because as my news article suggested, the 16mm reduction print likely used for small local screenings back in the day uh, is one of the few, if not the only surviving print of this film. It looks very... Sim- why do we need it in 4K? What possible... Look at it. It's great. Look at Princess Peach. It's very clean. I thought that was Link. Good point. Good, good point. That's the other game. That's the Metroid game. Shit. Uh, speaking of Metroid, you can't play it on the PlayStation 3. No, you can't. But what can you play on the PlayStation 3? You can play a whole bunch of things. Now, due to the fact that with the new um, PlayStation Plus tiers that are coming out at some point... The only tiers are in Australia because we will not be getting any PlayStation 3 games. We're not getting PlayStation 3. Mm. So I thought we'd have a look at a buying guide for PS3 if you possibly want to do this if you want to play your ps3 games you're going to have to do them physically uh buy a machine buy some accessories pick up some games so we thought we'd go through uh what you might find out in the wild or what you might be looking for when buying a ps3 and if you are going to buy ps3 games Mm -hmm. now's the time to do it because my goodness are they cheap oh my god they're so cheap get them all not all of them some are real trash just get them all yeah all right get them all um do do what you want it's your money yeah i'm not boss of you the PS3 yeah. was originally launched in November in 2006 for Japan and North America and March 2007 for Australia and Europe. Uh, it was the first console to have Blu-ray because Sony invented the Blu-ray. Yep. So it came out with the 360, 360 and DVD. Sony had the Blu-ray. Fit a lot more information on there. It was amazing. Uh, it could be controlled by a handheld device, the PSP or the Vita. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was the first to integrate social gaming services. And it was free. So, whereas you didn't have, whereas now you pay a subscription for PlayStation Plus or for Xbox Live, uh, you always paid a subscription for Xbox Live. PlayStation's one was free all the time. Uh, it did, however, suffer at launch from its hefty price tag of, in Australia, 
a grand. Wow. That's what the original bucks. PlayStation was. This, wow. That was the 60 gig one, I believe. That was this one here that you've got in front? That is this one right here. And if you can't see it, those of you listening to the podcast won't be able to sell it. How many USB ports did this one have? Well, I'm going to get to this one. So this is the OG model. It came out in 20 gig and 60 gig. Uh, It has HDMI. It had an optical digital input. It had many card reader slots at the front, including, I think, a proprietary one for the PSP. I can't remember the name of it, but it also had SD card. The Memory Stick Duo. Duo. I think it's got a thing for that. And also another form of media... Uh, card had everything in there. They jammed this thing full. Four USB ports on the front, which comes into play in a second. It was com- backwards compatible with PS1, which all PS3s are. Every PS3 will play PS1 games. But the one with four USB ports will also play PS2 games. Wow. And PS3 games. And PS3 games, of course. Um, now, it played PS2 games by basically having a PS2 jammed inside of it. That's pretty cool. Which means the thing overheats. Yep. It's heavy as all heck. And it cost a lot of money, mm. thousand bucks. Uh, but it also had rechargeable wireless controls, which nobody else had. Is this the first one? This is, I believe, the first one to have rechargeable wireless. So controls. we're not talking about the Wavebird or anything like no, that. No, no, because they required batteries. Correct. Yeah, it was the first one to come with a rechargeable wireless controller out of the box. Yep. You uh, didn't have to put internal batteries. You charged it with a with a USB, a micro USB card, cord. Yes. Or is it mini? No, it was, I think, the... Mini. Mini USB. Yeah, I get yeah. it mixed up. Uh, it did was prone to overheating, uh, which led to new iterations. Uh, this one here, mine, unfortunately, is missing the nice little silver cap for the CD reader cards. Get rid of it. Um, it's known by for the Spider-Man writing. So on the top, you can't see it here. I'll see if I can... Don't. Uh, It'll probably, I'll probably drop it. It's heavy. We've all seen Spider-Man. Uh, so Sony, obviously, had Spider-Man rights, and so they used the font for the Spider-Man film. For the PlayStation 3. Mm-hmm. Looks awesome. Ow. Didn't carry it on. The, I think it looks awesome. Like it looks... It's... Buddy, that's, that's tough. Looks tough. Looks tough, yeah. Because yeah. nothing says tough like swinging around New York in your, your PJs. Yeah. Now, if you do see these out in the wild, they are probably going to be a bit hammered, trashed, and full of dirt. But if you see one that has four USB ports on the front, pick it up because... Um, uh, send them over, care of Hack the Dino <laughs> at... Uh, there are other ones that only had two USB ports. They are not backwards compatible, but they're still cool consoles, man. They're still really, really cool consoles. Um, they followed it up with this slim model, which is this guy here, which I don't think you can see in frame. Quite a bit smaller, quite a bit lighter. Has a matte finish on it now instead of this high gloss thing that showed everyone's fingerprints. Uh, for those of you listening on the podcast who may not have seen uh, either model, uh, I'll describe them for you. So the first PlayStation 3 was um, sort of like this black box that you put under your TV. Uh, black and box. Then, and then the second one, the, the Slim, that, mm-hmm. that was that was a black box that you just put under <laughs> your, your TV. So um, if you like boring uh, black boxes under your TV because you don't have enough uh, black boxes to go under your TV... Boy, oh boy, will you like the PlayStation 3? All models, a big black box edition. Personally, oh, here we go. I'm a big fan of the design of all of them. I'll get onto that one because we'll talk about the third as well. Uh, the second one, though, released in 2009, slim model, had no PS2 backwards compatibility. They'd taken that out. Um, it had less. Where'd, the, where'd they take it? They left it in the shop. Oh, took really? it out they back didn't... and shot it. They... Whoa! <laughs> I was going to ask what restaurant it took it to. <laughs> Before it had its way with those slots. Yeah. There was less ports in it, though. They didn't have all the card readers. They didn't have as many USB ports. I think it was only maximum of three, two in the front, one in the back. No jokes. (laughs) Um, It was, however, much smaller, 
much quieter and used a lot less power, which was nice on the old power bill. Just like... No, I mean... No. Uh, it is probably the most common model that you'll find out there because that's sort of the one that uh, the prices started to drop, so everyone started picking that up. Uh, it wasn't a thousand bucks anymore, and they, yeah, they cut back on a few things, got the cost down, and you know it was still like the best Blu-ray player on the market, like much like the the PS2 was the best DVD player on the market, cheapest as well, wasn't it? Uh, I think it was. The, I think the the PS2 was the cheapest. I can't remember PS2 if this was, was the, the cheapest, cheapest Blu-ray DVD player available. I don't know about the PS3 being the cheapest Blu-ray player, but it was definitely one of the best ones. Having been that Sony invented the technology, they but put didn't their they best shit. bundle it? The, is it the PS3 or PS2 that got bundled with a lot of TVs? Because I think Braden told a story about. I think how, it was PS2. Yeah, how his mother used to be a Sony rep. Yeah, and got his either PS3. I think it was the PS3 because he's a young person. Um, yeah, got it. Got it when they bought a TV. Maybe that was, it might have been. I don't know that story. Uh, but yeah, did you look like you were about to say something, Anto? Oh, I just wanted to point out what Townsley said in the chat. The previous edition of the uh, PS3 got Uncle Ben. Oh, <laughs> nice. That was funny. I like that. Um, then following that, it went up in the 20, in 2012. They brought out the, uh, the last iteration of the console, which was the Super Slim, which is, I think, the weirdest looking one. It looks like corrugated iron on top. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a lot smaller. It's It was a hell of a lot cheaper. It came out in two different sizes. Uh, a 500 gig, which was the biggest uh, hard drive that you could get. The other ones maxed out at 320, I think. Um, so remember when... Like we were talking about retro games earlier. Yeah. Remember when you could fit a game on a 3.5 meg floppy disk? <laughs> yeah, that was ridiculous. Remember when you were like freaking out because you had like a gig of memory in yeah. your, <laughs> a gig a gig hard drive, and I was like, "Wow, my four eight six can kick your ass." <laughs> so, um, Hi, so we're old. This got released as a 500 gig model, and as a 12 gig model, which was ridiculous. I don't understand why I got. Is the 12 gig model the rarer to come by now? Like you've got the Wii U, you've got the, the bigger one and, and the smaller one. I don't one. know. Um, I don't Surely know. that'd have a better so run, you, right? When it was still Limited in run. stores, you could still get either of them. Like they weren't, I wouldn't say one was more common than the other. I know one got bought more because just for, for argument's sake, the 12 gig model, you couldn't, if you only had one game and it was GTA 5, it wouldn't fit on that console. <laughs> like yeah. the one game. Having said that, the coolest thing they did with these is they made the hard drives quite easy to swap out. Right. Really, really easy. Just like That's... the PlayStation 5. <laughs> they they kept that up, right? I touch on very quickly um, was uh, my PS3. I bought a Super Slim. I got one of these um, after my Slim, unfortunately, kicked the bucket uh, mm-hmm. just after use. Like, it just stopped working one day. I don't know why. Um, mine was a 12 gig model. Um, yep. So I just yanked the hard drive out of my older PS3. Chucked it in here. Yeah. Fine. <laughs> they were really easy to do. That was the that was one of the best things they did about it is they made that part user-friendly. One part they didn't make user-friendly was developing for it, mm. which is a big issue as to why we don't have a lot of PS3 backwards compatibility stuff. Um, which is why do. we don't get it now with this new yeah, stuff. something to do with the cell process. I don't know all the tech stuff about them. Um, but yeah, look, if you're looking at getting PS3 consoles, any one of those consoles is going to be awesome. The big fat guys uh, with four ports if you can get them are going to be rarer they are going to be old you know that's 2007 it's a long time now but um, I think they used kettle cords as well oh really Uh, I reckon everyone's got like five kettle cords just lying around if I'm just going to look at the 
Yeah. So the the big original models use kettle cords. So most people have those lying around. But from then that point onwards, and including the uh, PS2, they always use your standard figure eight power cable. So if you find one out in the wild, it doesn't have that power cable with it. Don't worry about it because you'll have one at home. Like you'll have one at home. They always HDMI. You've all got a bunch of those. The original one had AV as well. Um, so did the Slim. And it's the same AV cable that was on the PS1 and the PS2. Just like the Super Nintendo and the NES and the GameCube. Yeah, all the same. I was actually in a cash converters the other day. Um, I was talking to one of the guys there. I was looking through all his stuff and he had a box game cube up there. Mm. And he was saying how it's been a bit harder to sell because he doesn't have the AVs for it. And I said, oh, do you, do you have some Super Nintendo AVs or something like that? And he went, yeah. And I went, they're all the same, man. Yeah. Went, what? Cool. I'll get that for cheaper because it doesn't have the AV. Well, no, buy that AV bill. It was still a couple yeah. of hundred dollars overpriced. Yeah. But still, um, like that that's the level of uh, uh, integration. Integration. That Nintendo had. I think it was the Wii was the first time they changed the port, the AV port. Yeah. Anyway. Now, you don't have a PS3, do you? I was given... No, I got one at a garage sale, as I told, spoke about last show. Um I was at a garage sale and got it for five bucks in a box. Have you fired it up? No, I, I, I used it in a trade with uh, King Kaiju. Uh, I traded because I don't collect um, PlayStation stuff. No, you like, don't. I, Whereas I, I, I tend to focus more on PlayStation than anything else. Um, so this is actually my PS3 that I have set up and used to play PS3 games because mm-hmm. I can't do it on anything else. This is one that I haven't used yet. But I've got a. I've got, I really don't. I want to find a door for it. A door, like the the silver door that goes over the uh, card readers. Just make one out of alfoil. Was it a silver one or was it black? Uh, sure I reckon it was. it was silver, or is it silver surround with a black door? How much does the four port PS3 original gun go for? Uh, you know what? I haven't looked at how much it sells for lately. Um, I'm on it. Look? <laughs> Anto's on, on it. it. I'm on it. Now, from my what am I knowledge, they they go for a bit more because they are the backwards they compatible. Are, they ones. are sought after. They are the more collectible ones. Yeah, there's a few PS uh, Playstations that people find that are more com- uh, collectible, not because of what they look like, but because of what they can do. So there's a specific model of the PS one, the original PlayStation, that has like the best CD player. That's right. Yeah, everything in it, and so people use it like audio files will grab that PS one to use as for music. It's the one with the AVs out, correct? The AV I, th- I believe so. Yeah, There's because a specific otherwise, model number that you look for. Yeah, yeah. The first round. The first round. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, Anto? Sorry, I got distracted. I just saw one of the uh, Advent Children original PS3 oh, models oh, and got excited because it's available. And we I might have do a it. toy fair this weekend. Stop looking at Final Fantasy. Stop. And look up the price for PlayStation 3 for, for ports. <laughs> Average price, depending on condition, is roughly $80 with console and power cord only. What? Anywhere up to about $350 if it's complete. Is that for the four-port backwards compatible one? That's for the four-port backwards compatible one. Um, that was a lot cheaper than I thought. When I say complete, I mean like no box, like just all the cables, a controller system. And 300 bucks. That sounds yeah. about right. So yeah, um, 300 bucks. You have a controller with it. You have a kettle cord and you have a HDMI. Though there is one that sold for 412. Whatever. You yeah. got lucky. All right. Yeah. What else yeah. you got there, floppy? So next thing after you get in your console. So once again, if you find one of them, just grab it because you'll have the cables at home. Easy. Uh, some accessories. So this came out with... Did you know it came out with two versions of the con- of the controllers? Yes. No. Yeah, it came out with the DualShock 3, which you'll be familiar with. It's uh, 
same pretty much as the PS4 controller that you've had, but without a touchpad. And it did rumble, uh, heavy rumble on the left, light rumble on the right. Mm. That's what they are. They're different sized weights in the different sides of the handles. Uh, and it also had um, six axis, which is you know your motion, which you use for fun games because you know, the Wii did it. Uh, and it had six degrees of uh, sort of motion. Separation from Kevin Bacon. Yes. There was also one that came out that just had the six axis. Yeah. There was, no, there was six axis and there was dual shock. The six axis and dual shock three because there was, I think, a licensing or a rights issue. Yes. And then, the, yeah, the DualShock 3 was the one that had the motion and rumble. Mm. And the 6SS did not. It had nothing. I remember um, when it first was announced that uh, the DualShock 3 like, wasn't a thing and it was just the 6-axis controller. I'm pretty sure Sony tried to spin it that because the advanced uh, tech of the motion sensing was in the controller, they couldn't do rumble to hide the licensing issue. And then the DualShock 3 was announced after they came up with a, an agreement with, with Ken Kudaragi. Rumble pack. Yeah. Was this the system that had the infamous boomerang controller? Yes. It was. Uh, that was only when it was never got into production. No. I, nah. There's been prototypes though, right? And they're worth a lot of money. Uh, I think so. I've, I've never seen, seen one. one sell on eBay for a lot of money. So that was when, when they first announced it. It had this massive boomerang. It looked like a giant banana boomerang controller. It was ridiculous. I don't even know how you'd hold it. Like it's stupid. I don't know why it was ever invented as a thing. I'm glad it didn't get into production. But, you know, it would be a cool thing to have on a collection on a wall. Um, but, yeah, so if you pick up controllers and you have a look, if you turn around and have a look at the front of the controller where the um, That looks like a Logitech controller. It does, doesn't it? It looks like a Logitech controller. It's disgusting. How could you even hold that? Like this. No, I grew no. up with the, uh, the Nintendo Look 64, but it have to be. Yeah, like this. For those of you listening to the podcast, it's a completely normal motion that I'm making. Which will not work on that controller that we're looking at whatsoever. Your hands would have Stop to be inside then. the what? controller. What? I'm simply <laughs> flicking the thumb things. Uh, yeah, have a look on the front of the controller where the charging port is. It'll either say 6-axis or it'll say DualShock 3. If you like rumble and motion, get the DualShock 3. You can pick them up everywhere. Secondhand shops. Everywhere. Porn shops, everywhere. You'll see them. Like the Heaps. pharmacist. Mm. Just going with your prescription. Now... PS. How good was the Wii doing at this point in time? Oh, it was killing everything. It was killing everything. Murdering. Murdering everything. And it had motion. Mm. So what did everyone else Copy that. try to put in? Oh, yeah. So we had the Connect, and we, we had, the, had the Move. The PlayStation Wii was move. a stupid name. PlayStation Move and the PlayStation Navigation Controller. So these were partnered up with the... The PlayStation 3, I think it was called the iToy, which is the camera. Move. Do, you know, do you know what cows called it when, when they played it? Oh, what? Nothing. They can't talk. Animals can't speak English. <laughs> I'm pretty sure, Floppy, this one was just called the PlayStation i. I? It was the PS2 one was called the iToy, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So this worked on um, light sensing. It was a camera that watched a, a colored ball on the end of your controller. <laughs> uh, it would look... I think it works well. That's enough now. So this came out in 2010 to answer to the Wii, Wiimote and the Nunchuck. So the Move controller had a, had a light sensing ball on the end of it, the which worked like a Wii remote. And the navigation controller was essentially the same thing, but with an analog stick on it. Pretty much exactly the same as the so Nunchuck. So you got the ball in one hand and the stick in the other. Yes. Nunchuck in the other, essentially. So, so what do you do with the you two? Do you separate the balls them? and the shaft at the same time. That's right. 
<laughs> One cool thing that these did do is turn first-person shooters pretty much into light gun games. Which was, really? Which is awesome. So what, you'd, you'd cock it and then shoot at you? Yeah. So, um, so you got the ball and you go... I'm oh, fully things. expecting Floppy to beat you over the head with one of his controllers in a minute. <laughs> I love peripherals. And you can get some really cool ones. Wow, that's a big red gun you got there, Floppy. I have a big red gun. Uh, it was to fit this bad boy. PlayStation Move is the light, the big ball that it would uh, follow, the camera would follow, and it would fit into some of these sorts of things. Now, these things are really cool. I like this sort of stuff. Um, this thing has buttons on it for everything. You can flick it to... Where do you like it? Uh, single shot, semi, or full automatic. Go on, make a drink about semi. Um, it is a Sony-branded one. I found this. Did I tell you I found this for like five bucks in an op shop? Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I love um, finds like that. You would put the move controller up here, which would uh, aim uh, using the camera. And the navigation controller you would put down here, which would activate and had all full uh, use of all of the controls as well that you would have on a DualShock 3. The These logistical things- design of that thing is actually quite impressive if it's got like... It gives you full access to the controller while also holding a rifle? Yeah, everything. So you have full access to all the buttons. You've got other little buttons here, which is for your triangle and square buttons. Uh, you've got another button down here, which was for your PlayStation button uh, or your start button. You had select and option buttons up here. Uh, you had access to the trigger on the bottom of the move controller here by maneuvering that. Like, it is just, it is awesome design. Um, if you just wanted to use a single controller, yeah, these little guys. You've got a lot of guns. Yeah, but they're all toys. Oh. Wow. So once again, it gives you access access to all of the all of the controls on one move controller. Do um, they work with PSVR? PSVR has its own aim controller. That is a VR good question, Anto. Which is essentially <laughs> one of these with one of these built in. And then it also has analog sticks built into the controller. That's cool. Um, I have one of them, but I didn't bring it because it's not a PS3 thing. Yeah, that's fair. But yeah. Oh, PSVR wasn't PS3, was it? I'm thinking no, it was PS4. 10 years ahead. Jesus. Yep. That was a VR dumb question, Anto. If only you weren't so tall and did karate. <laughs> <laughs> he would scold you. That's right. <laughs> but yeah, if you see anything... Sort of like that would fit a giant stick with a ball on the end of it out in, <laughs> out in the wild. Grab him. <laughs> grab him. And Just then reach say, out Your Honor, Floppy told me to. And they will send all litigation little ga- to Floppy, care of hackthedino.com. There are also two different kinds of these. Uh, the PS3 and the PS4 ones there's look more than, more exactly the same, except for the charging port on the bottom. I'm, I'm setting you up now. Uh, the PS3 one had the mini USB. The um, PS4 one had the micro USB. Well, poor PS4. Yeah. What else did yeah. the PS3 have? PS3 had some games. Oh, good. Now, the PS3 had a lot of groundbreaking, really cool games. Groundbreaking? Ground, yeah. Groundbreaking. <laughs> what did you think I said? I thought no, you, you said, said baking. Did I? Did you I say did. ground baking? You did. It cooked up a storm. Hey. All right, so now, once again, I've got some a list of must-play games. I th- well, I think they're must-play games for different reasons. Um, feel free to alter the list if you wish, or just ignore it entirely. Uh, they're in no particular order, and I have some of them here with me today. First one being The Last of Us. 
everyone, whether you've had a PlayStation or has heard of The Last of Us and heard of the sort of the groundbreaking work they did in storytelling. Is that the golf game? Yes. That's, no, it's the second one. That's, Sorry, that's, I'm stuck. Yes, that's the golf game. Uh, amazing characters, well-written stories, fantastic graphics. Like even on the PS3, you put this thing on, and just the menu screen, we just got like this window with uh, like mm. a vine. It's like phenomenal. Joel's really good at getting holes in one. Sorry, yes. I was just looking for some footage that wasn't like grey and shadowy and not good graphically. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm gonna say because of these, the, I looked for gameplay, not just the nice trailer. Mm. Which makes it look shittier because people have just captured it somehow. Um, yeah, the graphics for this on the PS3 still blow me away. Like I still think they are amazing. Uh, you get to do loads of upgrades to you, like, your weapons, your, your stuff like that. There are hair-raising moments in this thing. Yeah, um, I just want to point out that Michael Towns in the chat has just said that Joel is a member of a very exclusive club. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he is. Um, this game... Have you actually played this game? Yeah, I played Last of Us, yes. Okay. Have you played this, Anto? Uh, controversially, no. Do you, um, do you, are you aware of like specific points in the game? Kind of. Okay. I, I know I know the plot of the first one to a to a sort of basic degree, um, and I have played like maybe 15, 20 minutes of it. Okay, can we spoil it? Yes. First, no, wait, hang on. First 30 minutes of this will make you cry. I think that's what I played, the intro, and I was like, oh yeah, I'm not going to play this. <laughs> and it's, an, it's amazing, like it, it does. It really takes a turn that you didn't think it would dare to do it and then it uses sort of that emotion everything it does and it carries it through the whole game and just and shows how that sort of those sorts of events that they have in the in this thing it like really affects the characters down the line and gives them motivations to do other things it's it keeps you on the edge you see like it's it's unreal uh that ending uh can, can we just talk about that ending very Go very for quickly it. um all seriousness here uh it was when i got to that ending and realized Oh, Joel's the bad guy. <laughs> like, like I, I won't go into too many specifics. We've said spoilers, but mm. yeah, Joel is a bad person. Not a not a nice dude. No, no. He makes a choice and it is everything that you would associate with a villain. Mm-hmm. Like, it's purely selfish motivations and it, amazing. And I think it's brilliant writing. Cause like, oh, absolutely. Yeah, I think, you see, I think it is. Yeah, Very, everyone should play... Last of Us. Honestly, this was the I think the first game that really could be considered something like a triple A AAA writing game. Yeah. Like honestly, it is that well crafted. You can you can actually sit down and just watch the cutscenes and and have a like four hour movie. It's that good. And they are making a TV show of this out. Yeah, Pedro Pascal. Ooh. Yes. Handsome Pedro man. Oh. Um, the other thing I was going to say is I am aware that this is a there is a PS4 like remaster like remix of this is what remix mm-hmm. and a PS5 one coming oh. as well. <laughs> Um, but you know I put it on here because it is a PS3 it was a PS3 exclusive um, it was groundbreaking and if you know you're a purist and you want to play it on the on the system that it came out on that's the one um, next one also going to be a TV show oh yeah it is too I forgot about yeah, that which is why is the price is jumping up <laughs> Twisted Metal yep if you haven't heard of Twisted Metal uh, imagine Mario Kart but it needs more big explosions creepy clowns and just crunching of metal Mm. well which it could uh if you want all that stuff then you should play twisted metal this has also excellent four player uh, split screen oh which is oh yeah it's really full on (laughs) this is more gameplay (laughs) yeah crazy vehicular combat like Mm. it is um what was that mode in mario kart battle Battle mode mode? yeah battle mode so imagine that but with like big explosions rockets and just yeah 
Mad Max style vehicles made out of clown cars and ice cream trucks and, and whatnot. Uh, it is so much fun. And it is at that time where split screen stuff had started to disappear, mm-hmm. except for like maybe on the Wii and stuff like that. Like everyone else had been moving to online because it was such a big thing now. Um, and it was getting harder to find games that would do split screen racing or just yeah anything like that. Um, so yeah, Twisted Metal, a lot of fun if you want to sit down with your mates and just have that for a while. Not to be confused with that other classic game, Twisted Metal Gear Solid, where Solid Snake plays a clown intent on stopping the uh, big old Twisted Metal Gear. If we didn't just lose more viewers, I don't know how. <laughs> uh, yeah, we lost a couple. Yeah, there we go. Uh, next game on the list, I'm going to bet that you haven't played or heard of maybe. I'm going to bet that you're right. So who wins? We both do. Yay, everyone's yeah. a winner. I'm going to bet you're wrong. Well, you're wrong. You've heard of it, but I bet Ben hadn't. Have you played Puppeteer? Coda and I own it. How we, Would you like to talk about it. Puppeteer? It's very good. Um, I can't talk about it in detail because I've only played maybe an hour. All right, so it's like hour Pinocchio meets good. Little Big Planet, essentially. Uh, but very, very dark. Not to be confused with Pinocchio Metal Gear Solid, where Solid Snake will one day be a real boy. But yes. You play as a puppet uh, who has lost your head. And you need to use other puppets' heads to, to run around and complete the game. I love a game where you have to get good head. <coughs> if you get hit or damaged, your head falls off. You have to get another one. Uh, and you use your scissors, Paper Mario style, to uh, alter the environment. That's <laughs> oh, yes, you. the Paper Mario scissor mechanic. <laughs> <laughs> to alter, or is that, was it Yashi's Crafted World or something like that, where you would alter the environment around you using sort of stuff I like that. I bet it does. Makes it a lot slippery. But yeah, it's really dark. Uh, if you're into sort of the twisted, sort of more um, erotic, atmospheric sort of stuff, definitely give Puppeteer a go. It is a hard one to find. You don't see it around very much. Yeah. But yeah, definitely worth the uh, the few bucks that you'll find it for if you see it out in the wild. Next. Yes. Next one. I'm just, I'm so nervous as to what <laughs> rubbish you're coming up with, mate. Uh, next one is Heavenly Sword. Mm. Have you played Heavenly Sword? No, I have Are you not. aware of it? I am aware of one of those words. Okay. Sword? Yes. So imagine God of War, so that, like that hack and slash style thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got different sides. I am aware of one of those words. Mm. You got different sword shapes depending on different attacks. Um, really great writing in this. Really cool story. And has Andy Serkis uh, doing some voice Not to be confused with Twisted Metal Gear Solid Sword. Where Solid Snake's a clown. <laughs> this is what happens when you don't include me in the, 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 the thing. I'm trying to talk to you about things, but you just keep saying rubbish. Was this made by the team that did God of War? Insomniac. No, Insomniac. Um, but Santa Monica. Uh, you know what? I'm not 100% sure. Uh, you know what? I've got it here. This is Heavenly Sword. Made by... PlayStation 3. <laughs> made by PlayStation 3. Uh, I can't read it because I haven't got my glasses on. There you go. Thank you. You continue. I'll have a look. <laughs> I'll research. Yeah. Um, Welcome to Hack the Dino, where we struggle to read things. Where I struggle because I don't wear my glasses. Because Ninja a, Theory. Ninja Theory. Ah, okay. Made by Ninja Theory. That explains why there's a mostly naked woman in it. She's got quite a lot more clothes than most animes. Yeah, that's fair. But it's so. not a high bar, though, is it, Floppy? No. Nah. She's got a lot more clothing than, say, beach volleyballs. Yeah, that's fair. 
Best. Um, next on the list, if you, I mean, everyone knows the Uncharted series. Ah, Tom Holland. Yes. Nathan Drake, played by Tom Holland. Yes, in all of the movie and none of the games. Uh, Nathan Drake is Indiana Jones meets Lara Croft. Yeah. I was going to say Tomb Raider. Yeah, absolutely. It is. They are such good stories. They're a lot of fun. You swashbuckling adventure. Um, really good comedy writing in there as well. Number two is highly regarded as sort of the, the pinnacle of the series. I like number one. Thank you. I think number one's the best one as well. I, I, yep. Yeah, it's the one that I enjoyed the most. Yeah. Uh, I'm not by any means saying that number two is bad. I, I think they're all great games, including, um, what was the one on the Vita? Uh, Golden something. Golden something on the Vita. Shout Don't. <laughs> Got in before you. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't did. Golden Compass. That's a movie and a book. Um, something along those lines, anyway. Uh, I can't remember off the top of my head. I'm too lazy to Google it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then there was, you know, number four on the PS4 as well. It is just such a great series um, with a continuing storyline that's just yeah, cool characters, and you watch them grow and, and everything. I'm so nervous as to what you're gonna, what rubbish I'm you're coming out with. Completely innocent. Yes. There we go. Wonderful. Better gameplay, Your Honor. Yes. There we go. Um, also, while you're out there, if you see any of these bad boys, oh, try to get not get the light on it. Infamous one or two. Please do yourself a favor and grab those. There is the other one. Infamous one, infamous two. Uh, these guys are really really cool. So if you imagine an everyday dude who all of a sudden got superpowers. How cool is that? And those superpowers were electricity-based. It's Max Dillon. Max, Max Dillon? Mm-hmm. Okay. It's Electro. Yes. But he has electric powers. Yes, I know. And a really dumb mask. Right? Mm. Stupid electric... Stupid it's like, right. like, they give Mysterio a hard time. Like, Mysterio's made sense. He was concealing his identity. Like, I've got sparks coming out of my face. Are you guys currently spoiling Spider-Man for me? No. No, no, that's uh, like, years old characters. Have you not read any Spider-Man comic from the 60s onwards? I was born in the 90s, so comics were dead by that point. Excuse me! <laughs> oh. Okay, so in Infamous, uh, they also had a really well-integrated morality system. So you could, um, you could shoot lightning, lightning, you could toss electrical grenades, you could ride power lines like a skateboard. It was awesome. If you use these powers for good... And not just destroying everything. Uh, you know, the general public around would cheer you on would, uh, as you went past. They'd even help you by throwing like rocks and garbage and fruit and vegetables at your enemies and helping you out in fights. If you, however, decided to just destroy everyone and went a little bit rampant, uh, they would go the other way. They would, uh, they would be not real friendly towards you, actively fighting against you. Throw puppies at you. Yeah, throw puppies at you. messy. Just gross. Yeah. Uh, really cool games. And number two, yeah, carried on the story. There was another one with a female character called First Light. Last Light, I believe it was Last called. Light? Something now, like that. Now, Brayden played these games a lot. And I think the one piece of advice that he gave us, which I thought was really, really good, is you always do these games where they have a moral system. You always mm. do the good guy path first. Yeah. Because when you go the bad guy path, it's, it's a lot more, more fun. fun and... A lot more easier. I don't actually do. I I like to play the good guy. I don't enjoy playing the bad guy. That's why I can't play GTA. Me either. You, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I am the bad guy. Bullshit. <laughs> what? Nothing. Of the two of us, I'm clearly the supervillain. Yes. That's yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah. So what are you arguing? And about? I am the super. Does that make good me looking. the guy in the chair? 
No, no, that makes you the sidekick. <laughs> the Flopping guy in sidekick. the chair. Yeah, he's the guy in the chair. Your elephant man. The uh, si- No, wait, there was already one of them. That was different. Your you long schlong silver. <laughs> long schlong silver. Have you played Infamous? <laughs> no, I haven't. That would make a hell of a TV show, actually. <laughs> yeah. Infamous would be a really good TV show, I reckon. Um, next one, I've gone for a little bit different. This guy here. Oh. Heavy Rain. If you like not playing a game and watching them, play something by Kojima instead. <laughs> What's his name? David Cage? Yeah, something like that. David Cage and Quantic Dream made Heavy Rain. Now, Heavy Rain was one of the first games that I felt where it had... Um, Really well implemented quick time events and also decision based consequences. They weren't quick at all. (laughs) No, you didn't. They weren't too bad. They weren't. You could. They were relatively easily achievable. But it also tried to implement uh, the motion stuff with the DualShock Three in kind of weird ways, where you had to shower and you had to shake the controls, like brush your teeth and dry yourself, and which was odd. But I kind of found it a little bit endearing. Like, I kind of like doing the mundane, weird, get up in the morning stuff and go and get dressed. I can and see the, the spark in Ben's eyes. He's waiting to say something. <laughs> there was like the gratuitous <laughs> butt shower shot of the dude, though, at least. Oh, mm. that's, that's mm. a nice change. Mm. It was a nice change. You'll probably see it shortly. I mean, I think this is a full playthrough on this game. Right. Um, the coolest thing about this game is the story. So, it's um, there's a serial killer named the Origami Killer. Mm-hmm. And not to be confused with the oregano killer. Oregano killer. No, he who, just goes around like just gathering herbs, gives yeah. them to people. It's a quite nice guy actually. Leaves just them on the ground with a little note. Bard rat. Yeah, spice. You know, try some flavor, white people. So it's this game uh, followed the story of four, like four completely strangers, who's he goes gratuitous butt shots. Am I going to have to censor this very quickly, or no, I don't care. I don't think so. Hey, That's podcast people, you ever seen a man's butt? Well, you're looking at one now. Okay, continue. Podcast people, you probably still haven't if you hadn't already because you're listening to this. Um, but yeah, the four stories uh, intertwined like really, really well. And the decisions you made and actions that you chose really had a huge impact on how the game ended. Uh, yeah, he's just drying <laughs> your hair with the controller. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> I'm sorry. It don't, really doesn't come into play at all during the rest of the game, except for this part, which is just odd. But I kind of like it because it's weird. It's immersive. Do people really shower, not dry themselves, and put their pants on while they're still wet? Sorry, underwear. No, pants is fine. Hmm. Anyway, I'm just worried that he put the same pair of underwear on. But anyway, continue. (laughs) But yeah, um, if you like story-based stuff, this thing is awesome. And if you haven't played it hopefully it hasn't been spoiled for you you follow uh, and take control of uh this guy who is a dad that's looking for his son of a lady that also gets intertwined in the story which i won't tell you how a private detective and an fbi agent and yeah brilliant writing uh, they went on to make another one called beyond two souls which starred willem dafoe and elliot page and they made that one that came out a couple of years ago um Detroit yes. Become Human. Yes, Detroit Become one. Human, which I think was awesome as well. They same sort of thing. It followed the story of a number of different characters, all intertwined through different ways. But yeah, definitely pick up Heavy Rain if you like story-based stuff. And if you also like story-based stuff, but not your conventional story, like a story told out of sequence, out of order over the course of 20 years, what Watch can they pick pulp up? Pulp Fiction. Well, or something better than Pulp Fiction. What can they pick up, Floppy? 
This bad boy here. What is that bad that boy is there? One of my prides and joys of my collection is the Metal Gear Solid PS3 Legacy Collection. So this thing has almost everything you could want to if you want a uh, one-stop shop for Metal Gear. Metal Nearly Gear. everything. Metal Gear. Metal Gear. Um, yeah, Metal Gear Survive isn't on there, unfortunately. Which yeah. is a good thing, which is why it's the best thing. Yeah. It, uh, yeah, because we don't talk about that one. Uh, so this is like the definitive collection so far with Metal Gear at this point in time when it came out. It had Metal Gear, Metal Gear 2, both from the MSX and the NES. Were SNES? they the MSX versions or the SNES versions? You know what? Uh, we, the NES I, I'm not 100% sure. Pretty sure it's the if MSX. If you open that up, you're probably about to find out. Um, it had the Metal Gear Solid, which is the first Metal Gear game that I played, and it's my favorite game of all time. It also had the Virtual Missions, which were um, essentially DLC for that game, but released as a physical disc. Uh, it had Metal Gear Solid 2, 3, 4, and Peace Walker. And it had a couple of graphic, uh, digital graphic novels as well to go into more story. Was Portable Ops on there as well? No. So Portable Ops and the other one from the PSP. Portable Ops isn't a Kojima game. Oh, okay. Is that a card-based one? That's Acid. That's, uh, that's Metal Gear Acid. Oh, maybe it was Acid that's not the Kojima game. It's it's one or two of them. The PSP ones that Kojima didn't really have anything to do with besides overseeing them. Yeah. But you know, like, it's Metal Gear. You've heard us talk about Metal Gear. What? A million times. Nah, especially that guy. Um, have you, do you own this? Yeah. Yeah, I bought yeah. it brand new from um, Shintokyo. Yeah, I bought Great. it. Brand new. I want to say when it released. But I bought it brand new from Shintokyo like last year. <laughs> yeah. That's, do, you, do you mind if I... How much did you get it for then? Uh, like 50 bucks. Oh, that's like super good. Yeah. Yeah, really, really I love cool. that. That is one of my prides and joys. I, I love that game so much. Well, that collection so much. Uh, the last game I'll put on here is a must play, mm-hmm. I think, is one I am going to let Ben talk about because I know how much you love this game. Metal Gear Solid was oh. made back in... Ni- no, uh, we're talking about Journey. Uh, by that game company, music by Austin Wintory. Uh, that, uh, that game, uh, Journey, is uh, brilliant. Just a brilliant chilled out uh loving game you connect you you connect with a piece of carpet like <laughs> not since aladdin have i connected with a piece, piece of, carpet of carpet like i do in journey uh it, it's just a wonderful game um words cannot describe my love for this game i've actually it's the one of the games that i've streamed a couple of times uh when i was streaming it last time i actually had someone jump in the stream because it's you can finish it in like two and a half hours i was about to say it's, it's not very long is it it's, like- it's not but you have to do it multiple times in order to get everything for it mm-hmm. uh and i actually because the big secret for journey is that during your journey you'll get another um sky child come and join you yep and it's at the end of the game you realize, oh, that's another person. That's right, because you think it's just an NPC while you're playing. Yeah, don't you? yeah, but they show you things and they show you here, show you there. Uh, and yeah, so while I was streaming it, I had someone jump in the chat because it's still got a huge fan base. Yeah. Uh, and they jumped in and then uh, it was revealed, like someone was helping me and this person was talking to me in the chat and everything. And then right at the end of the game, after you've made it up the mountain and, and complete the, the quest, it tells you who that person was. Yep. And it was the guy who was on the chat with me. He'd somehow ah. found a way to jump in and he was talking to me on the chat as well as playing with me and showing me everything and showing me where all the uh, hidden trophies are. It's just a wonderful, lovely game full of beautiful imagery. Uh, it's been remastered for the PS4 as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, highly suggest that it, like, this is a must-play game, like even just to listen to the music. It, it's iconic. It's wonderful. Uh, 
one of my favorite games of all time. Now it came out as a collection, so it also had flower, flower and yes. flow. I Correct. Was hoping someone was going to mention flower because I had such a good time with that. When I, I love flower. Have you played Journey, Anto? I have, but I unfortunately have never played it to the degree that sort of people say it's a good time for. Like I've never had anyone jump in and play it with me or. Yeah, I don't know. It's just always been a very solo experience whenever I've tried it. And mm. I, I feel um, like I missed out on the, the sort of hype train for it and it sort of doesn't have the same... Uh, it didn't give me the same impression. But I can appreciate that it's the music's beautiful and it looks really nice. It plays well. I just missed out on a lot of the, I guess, cultural impact that it had. I got um, really big Journey vibes last year when I played... Uh, it's either Gris or Gree. I can't remember now. And I got huge, huge journey like influence mm. vibes from that. Like this game is phenomenal. The ones that come with it, Flower and Flow. Also, they're they're more experiences than games, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yep. Um, flower, you play the wind, and you you go around and collect uh, petals. flower petals to yeah. be able to rejuvenate dead areas of land. Like it's just it's it's just set really beautiful music in the background. Uh, flow is you're like a set out like a little undersea organism. And just sort of like combining with other organisms, and growing and going through different levels. It's just, it's one of those things that sounds dumb, but you start it and you can't stop it. Mm. it you, you go, oh, it's three hours. You should play Journey though. Because again, it's play two Journey. hours. Two hours. What are you going to do for two hours? Nothing. So I watch this show. Talk about anything else? Yeah, sure. Like All what? Right. Uh, I don't know. Something cool. Deals! Floppy. All right, now I, in a bit of a faux pas, forgot to put any Switch deals in. Yeah, right. We know we know who's paying you off. Big Sony. Big and, Sony money coming and in. And Xbox. Your Sony pony Xbox. Mark. So I get all the good stuff. That's right. Five bucks. Big red. Yeah. Um, jump over to the PlayStation Store at the moment, and there's a couple of sick bargains. One that I realized I forgot to put a video in for. Sorry, Ant. Doesn't matter. We're running long now anyway. Yeah. Uh, so first one, Dying Light. Uh, the following, the enhanced edition. Uh, so this has the base game, the following expansion. has a horde mode, has two extra zones, weapons and outfits. This is a first-person parkour-based shooter with zombies. And it is terrifying and it is awesome and you should all play it. Uh, it's normally 48 bucks, and it's down to 19 dollary dues. Good deal. Very good deal. Good deal. Very good deal. Because, uh, yeah, especially like the fact that it's got everything in there. Like mm. the enhancement. It's got all the deals, everything. Have you played this? No. It is terrifying. Cool. Because it's first person, you don't have the huge like view. Mm -hmm. So you're running first person parkour, trying to jump onto ledges and shit that you will then miss, but you can't see what's below you because of the view. Mm. Yeah. Real scary. Um, now, I'm not 100% sure how to pronounce the next one properly, but it's Captain Subasa. Yeah, that sounds Subasa. right. Subasa? Yep. Uh, so this is... <laughs> Stupid amounts of fun. If you think FIFA is boring, yep. play this. Okay. Because this is arcade anime football. Cool. Or as we would call it, soccer. But football. No, you pronounce that wrong. It's so, sir. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, this is like FIFA, but like fun. Interesting. Over the top, super finishing shots. Uh, anime style stuff. It's It's... I played this for a surprisingly long period of time considering I don't generally like these types of games. It's normally 85 bucks, $21 at the moment. Yeah. I'm a big fan of, uh, of sports anime. Like, I'm not... You can judge by my body type. I'm not a sporty guy. But, like, 
football anime, basketball anime, boxing anime. It's all so good. Is and that this basketball is a really good time. Slam or something? Slam something? Uh, I think Slam City is a, the basketball anime one. That's um, a good time. But there's also Kuroko's Basketball, which is also fantastic. It's mm. like Dragon Ball Z meets basketball. So good. I love that while running down the uh, the field, they've all got like Naruto dust things coming behind yeah. them. Like, <laughs> it's so good. Uh, the third deal that we have on the PlayStation is one of my personal faves. I love this game. Speaking about first-person parkour, uh, Mirror's Edge. Now, Mirror's Edge, I love it more so not... For the for the art style, then for anything else, have you ever played this? No, I just keep thinking of Edge, the WWE wrestler. Yeah, okay. Uh, so this is we're talking Mirror's Edge Catalyst. No, no, we're just talking Mirror's Edge. Oh, cool! Original Mirror's Edge is great. Love original it. Mirror, original Mirror's Edge. Uh, so it's set in the future where the only safe way to transport like um, information is via a runner, because all electronic ways are, are tapped or are monitored. And uh, so you have to parkour your way around this amazingly clean city, very futuristic, very very like sort of base colours, and it looks great. And all the all the ways that you run are sort of highlighted with red, um, like there'll be a ladder or a, a ramp to jump off. It's all colour coded, and it's just it's a lot of fun. Very quick, uh, minimal combat because it's all based on on movement. Uh, this is normally twenty five bucks. You can get it for six bucks. It is really cool. Yeah. Look, you look, you look, I've never seen you look so bored. No, no, I'm just crashing really, really hard. Is it because dollars to play on PS4 slash 5? Yeah. Wow, I might pick that up again, just because like playing it on a modern system would be so nice. It is so, it is such a nice looking game. Um, a lot of fun, especially when you get like a really good run that you just do flawlessly. When you hit the flow state, yeah. Yeah. It's real nice. Uh, jumping over to the Xbox and onto Game Pass, some cool things that are coming to Game Pass. Um, I had to put this one in here. I don't actually know much about this game, but it's got the coolest name. It is Turnip Boy Commits Tax Evasion. I haven't played it either, but I'm a big fan of not paying taxes. It is so weird. Not that I ever have not. So apparently you have to solve puzzles and meet weird vegetables while trying to pay back your massive debt. I don't know. know. What that means. It sounds amazing, and it's on Game Pass. So if you have Game Pass anyway, you don't have to pay anything extra for it. Is probably worth a check out. I'm going to be doing it. Uh, one thing that I did download this week, just because I liked the name and I haven't actually looked into how much it is or like what it is. Twisted yet. Metal Gear Solid. Yeah. It is Chinatown Detective Agency. So you solve cases with real world research in 2037. Uh, using time and money carefully, lest you go broke and fail. How you use your money, I'm not 100% sure yet. Maybe you bribe people. I don't know. But I'm going to find out because it looks cool. I can tell why you like this one because it looks like an old school Sierra game. <laughs> and I do have quite the fancy for them. Uh, last one coming to Game Pass, which I'm actually going to check out because it looked freaking amazing. And it's Game Pass, so why wouldn't you? Is MLB The Show 22? Like yeah. it's, ba- it's baseball. Yep. I don't know baseball. I don't understand baseball. But this thing looked amazing. Like I actually stopped and watched the trailer for longer than I, I thought I would ever watch uh, a baseball game. Just because of how pretty it looked. It looked phenomenal and, you know, it intrigues me. It's better than AFL, I think, but, you know, hey. Anyway, that's deals. There's some deals for you and here's something else for you to, to have in your face. It's a quiz, a whole loop of quiz just coming at you. 
Quiz on your FaceTime, everyone. Yay, quizzing. You're crushing so hard, aren't you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is what happens when I have too much caffeine during the day. I have highs, highs, and I come up with gems like uh, uh, vast deference. And now I um, and and failing. So we're going to try and get through this quiz. So I have four questions, two from my head and two, <laughs> <laughs> two from our wonderful uh, Patreons, Dylan the Villain and Michael Towns. Each question has four multiple choice answers. Uh as I'm reading out the question, if Floppy knows it or if Anto knows it, they can call out their name and answer. Uh, at the moment, Floppy and Anto are both tied up on 10. With That's right. Jazz and Braden both tied up on two apiece. Toed up. Toed up. All right, here we go. The first question is from Michael Towns. Beautiful Michael Towns from Game Boy Games. Towns, he always has the weirdest ones. Yep. And the longest ones, which is why I have to <laughs> rewrite the questions. But here we go. What year was the first video game to include the F word released? And a bonus point if you can name the game. Okay, so I need the year as the primary one, but you get a bonus one if you get the name. Is there... Hang on. we got multiple choice still? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Calm down. Jeez. Far out. A, 2002. B, 1995. C, 1999. Or D, 1990. Floppy and Anto. Which one is it? Anto. I'm going to guess 95. Correct. I was going to go 95 or 99. And can you name the game? I'm going to take a really dumb stab and say the original Grand Theft Auto? No. The Orion Conspiracy. Never heard of it. No, never heard of it. Oh, we can pick it up over in Cash Converters in Mobbery for $100 at the moment. (laughs) And it dropped the F-bomb. Yep. Intentionally as well. There you go. There you go. Question two. In the Legend of Zelda series, what is the name of one of Mr. Tingle's brothers? Or Tingle's brothers. Is it A, Miles Prowler? B, Knuckle? C, Mr. Ouija? Floppy. Floppy? Knuckle? Yes! (laughs) How how did you know that? I don't. The other two sounded dumb. And if I leave it, Anto's going to get it. There was still a fourth option. Yeah, but I... Behind. Yeah, okay, good point. So, okay. Um, I sweat a little bit now. <laughs> you're, you're, you're both tied up at 11 apiece again. I figure if I hear the third one and it sounds dumb, <laughs> it's going to be number two. Okay, question number three. This That's is not from... my rule for every question. We're really nailing the whole uh, wrong answer, correct answer, wrong answer, fake answer. Until you <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> okay, question number three is from Dylan the Villain. <clears throat> which ghost in Pac-Man is programmed to aim for two spaces ahead of Pac-Man in an attempt to ambush the player? Is it Inky, Blinky, Pinky, or Clyde? Anto. Anto? Blinky. Incorrect. Ooh. Floppy. Inky, Pinky, or Clyde? Are they? Are the names anything to do with colours? With their colours? Uh, kind of. So... I didn't realise we were allowed to ask questions. No, I, mean, I was clarifying, I guess. I, I don't know. Okay, don't ask. Don't answer it. Um, what were the names? Inky, Pinky, or Clyde? Pinky? Correct. Hey. <laughs> guess which colour Pinky is. Is it pink? Yep. Yeah, nice. <laughs> uh, so Floppy's on 12, Anto's on 11. Oh. Woo! And through no skill whatsoever, <laughs> I asked it. Okay, here we go. I will be very surprised if... You get this. Me, okay? personally, I've, or anyone? Both of you. I've thought very long and hard about this question. This is a, uh, a Ben trivia question. Kojima. 
his name's in here. <laughs> oh, of course it is. Okay, here we go. What was the name of the English translator for the first few Pokemon games? Was it A, Satori Iwata, B, Nob Ogasawa, C, Hideo Kojima, or D, Tatsuya Naka? Floppy. Floppy? D. Tatsuya Naka? Sure. No, he's a seventh Dan black belt in the Japan Karate Association. Incorrect. Did he also <laughs> English translate? No. Okay. Okay. I didn't hear the second one clearly. Can you repeat that one for me? Uh, Nob Agasawara. <laughs> I'm just going to take a stab and say it was A. Uh, Satori Iwata? Maybe. So the now deceased president of Nintendo? I don't know. He ported gold and silver it's, and it's stuff. It's B, isn't it? It's B. Nob yeah. Agasawara. Yep. Uh, yeah. I've got you out as the book on my nightstand. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, now we get to point there. So, at the end of that uh, session Ooh. of Quiz on Your Face, uh, Brayden and Jasmine still on two apiece because they're not on the show. Uh, Anto's on 11 and Floppy's got the lead back on 12. Yes. I was getting worried because I can't lose all of Brayden versus the world to you and Quiz on Your Face. That's my jam. You didn't lose all of Brayden versus the world. I, lost, I lost so much And you were really good at quizzing on people's faces. I've seen the movies. It's true. I'll release them to you. Go to <laughs> hackthedino.com. <laughs> you have to find the special link. Yeah, you know how you used to go around DVD menus and it would uh, like highlight just something that you didn't realize was a menu item? Now, you, have, you just have to sit on the web page until it goes into standby mode and instead of a DVD symbol, it's just your cock and balls. <laughs> We were so close to finishing the show without anything that bad on. <laughs> and then when it hits the middle, oh. it goes... Boom. I'm just assuming we're doing pluggables now. <laughs> We've been Hack the Dino. This has been our gaming cast where we bring you the past, present and future of video games, giving you news, previews and discussions on the gaming world. But this isn't all we do. Floppy, this is about the time when people switch off. So can you say something interesting to keep them hanging on? I have Instagram where I throw photos of stuff on it. Cock and balls? Sometimes. Cool. If you're lucky. And by that I mean roosters and uh, Basketballs. Well, okay. Calm down. Oh, it's the playoffs. Talking yourself up. That would be incredibly bad and lots of issues. Actually, yeah. You, you probably get a tumour or something yeah. in there. Uh, I put some new stuff up on my Instagram Imagine for the first time the in weeks. Oh, oh my god! Did you see my pickup from the other week? From the weekend? <laughs> Is that how you got the pass? Yeah, uh, I picked up the Overkill. Uh, oh, how, oh my god! House of the Dead Overkill uh, on the Wii, the collector's edition with the graphic novel and the and the two guns. Awesome. Yeah, it's named good. the Bang Bang Box. The Bang Bang Box. <laughs> that game's underrated. Like it is, it is so a much fun. B grade video game. Yeah. Based on a B grade movie. Like in one of the cutscenes, you're talking to a detective and they don't believe you and they're wearing glasses and they take their glasses off and go oh, blah 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 and it cuts back to you as the character and then when it cuts back to him, his glasses are back on. It's great. Yeah. Fantastic. Um, and I got like it's cool because there's a remake coming out on the Switch for this. Yeah, you were saying it was out digitally already? I think so. I might be wrong. It might be a demo. Mm. Um, yeah, cool. Uh, Anto, what do you do? I do uh, social media stuff for Hack the Dino. So anytime you see... Well, not anytime. Ben's been uh, picking up the slack since I've been coming off of overnights and dying lack of sleep. Um, most of the time, any of the socials you see on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, etc. Um, are from me. We, you know, we try and put out as much stuff as we can that's newsworthy. 
as often as we can. Um, but I also occasionally do streams at random times, like 5am, where I'm testing if Final Fantasy XIV is a good stream to do. Didn't uh, um, Townsy jump in on one of those? Yeah, Townsy and Game Boy Dad. <laughs> what are you guys doing up at 5am watching streams, you weirdos? Yeah, like, at least pay me money to do it. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, I'm also on Instagram. Um, mine, I can't, for some reason, pull up on screen because it always says, hey, you need to log in to view this one, which is fine. Um, but I'm on there under Hey It's Anto. Um, I occasionally put up video game stuff as well as just general things that I find. Um, yeah, what, what do you do, Ben? Uh, I put up my stuff as an insurance record on uh, at Mr. Benjamin <laughs> on Instagram. And also, uh, I also do Bad Game Arts, but I haven't done any in the past two weeks because I forgot. So uh, head on over to Bad Game Arts and tell me I'm a bad person for not updating my Bad Game Arts. I've found heaps, like just going through my phone, uh, so many. There's one called, I'll, I'll put this up maybe tomorrow, but there's one called, uh, it's got like an alien xen- xenomorph on the cover, mm. but it's called <laughs> Xenophobes. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, probably not what you want to call your game. Someone didn't get the dictionary out. It's called Xenophobes and there's an alien on the cover. Come on. Is that the one with the blue Sunsoft bar- uh, banner? I'm not sure. It's in my... I'll put it up. It'll, it'll go up. Remind me tomorrow. Uh, yeah, it's kind of like that, but that different. Okay. But yeah, it, it, it's bad. It's bad. It's full of art and those two things meet the criteria of bad game arts. Remember, it's got an S because bad game art was already taken. <laughs> it's got a man. <laughs> But we've been happy to Dino. Uh, we have been uh, so happy that you've been here. Uh, I promise next show I won't drink all the caffeine. And we'll be back to some kind of relatively uh, PG-13 safe normal. Uh, Floppy, is there any products you'd like to plug? I'd love to plug... Uh, jo-